Welcome to Triumph and Transformation, inspiring stories of accomplished alumni, a podcast where we delve into the incredible journeys of Monroe College alumni and discover the inspiring stories behind their success. From defining moments and pivotal decisions that propelled our guests to change their lives and impact their families and communities, they recount their personal and professional transformations. Together, we will uncover the lessons they've learned along the way, the hurdles they've overcome, and the innovative solutions they've implemented in their respective fields. Let's dive in. This is a um, very special podcast for me, as many as others have been, because we're talking to Mr. Kareem, who we call Mr. Bake, is a graduate of Monroe College, someone who's gone on to be very successful, as we will hear through this, and he's getting involved with Monroe College. That has me very excited about him arriving here and getting involved in our culinary and doing a lot of things, which I think his personality and his background is going to be a huge plus for the college. And I'm delighted to welcome you this morning. And we like to find out a little about you and like, where did you start in life in the beginning of your life before you arrived at Monroe College? So if you want to give us a little update and nice having you with us today. Good day, everybody. Thank you so much, Mr. Jerome, for having me. So I am a New York City native. I actually hail from Harlem, New York, and I grew up in a single parent household. So it was my mother and my older brother. And I've always had an infatuation with desserts. I just love sweets as a kid. And that's what led me into really wanting to be in the culinary industry. And I started selling cakes. A lot of people don't know this, uh, Mr. Jerome. I actually started my entrepreneurship journey in high school, which was then called Washington Irving. When I used to sell cakes to faculty, to my peers, to people in other classrooms. And I did a lot of community-based work as well. Great. How do you find out about Monroe College from Washington Irving High School? To be honest, actually, Washington Irving High School did not tell me about Monroe College. I heard about Monroe College through your beautiful marketing. It was through the trains and the commercials that you had. And they said, we have a new culinary program. So I went and I wanted to find out more information about the culinary program. To be honest with you, Mr. Jerome, my high school was not really great at showing me all of the different various culinary programs. They only showed us one or two. And I was like, there has to be more and what's local. You know what I mean? Because I still wanted to stay in New York City. Right. And when you got here and you became a student, were you a daytime student, evening student? And how do you find things when you were a student here? Actually, I stayed on campus. I was one of those kids who my mother and I bumped heads and I wanted to get out. So I actually stayed on campus for my first degree, my associates, and it was beautiful. It was scary, but I was so excited because I knew Seriously, I knew that this was going to be the next step into really making me a chef. Like everything I did was revolving around food. And Monroe College really just excited me. I didn't have no friends at the time. So I got to make new friends. I actually kept a journal for my first two years of my experiences in college. I used to write a lot. 
So you went through culinary. Did you do hospitality also? Yes, I did. I graduated with you guys do hospitality. I actually took a few months off because I didn't think I wanted to do hospitality. And then I came right back to Monroe College. Oh, my God, which was actually really beautiful because outside of the culinary classes, because it taught me how to, you know, bake and cook and really learn a lot of different skills in the kitchen and learn a lot of different kitchen terminology and things like that. But I love the other classes that you order. Like, so I took a lot of sociology classes. So marriage in the family, or there was another sociology class that I took in the Bronx campus. And the professor was just amazing on how he connected with all of the students as being a black man working in sociology. He changed my view on how I looked at myself as being a black man in America and how I can actually make and do change and create change in the world, you know, by just respecting and loving myself. See, that's kind of interesting to me, and that's why we do this. So besides a culinary education, you really got a full college education. When you graduated, where did you head off to? So, all right, when I graduated, it was a slow burn. So honestly, can we go backwards before graduation? Sure. Every semester, I actually interned in bakeries or kitchens throughout New York City. So I would take those weekends and I would either work somewhere in the food space or intern my free time because I wanted to learn something. So I already was tackling on-the-job skills, as well as getting an education from Monroe. I was doing do because I, I was hungry, Mr. Jerome. And I knew that the right. only way to yeah. feed myself was to get out there on the streets and do it because nobody understood for me. My mom didn't understand what it meant to be in the culinary industry. So I kind of felt like I was proving her and many other people wrong about the beautifulness of being a culinary expert. So after graduating... It was a slow burn. You know, there wasn't really a lot of jobs out there that they wanted to hire me. I don't know if it's because of my name or what. And I'm telling you, Mr. Drum, I was going all the way to Red Hood, Brooklyn to work with people who were doing elaborate custom cakes when those when fondant work started happening and going all the way to the depths of Bronx. You know, I Googled everybody who I wanted to learn on. It didn't matter. But I eventually wound up getting a job in 2010 in the Washington, D.C. area where I was able to open a newly bakery. And I worked for them for over four years as their assistant baker, as well as developed a lot of recipes that the bakery still use to this day. Well, now I know why you're a successful person, because you did things that many other students never do. You just did your internships, you did your part-time jobs on weekends. And, you know, that's why you're sitting here today with us, which is very, very, very special. When I think about what you have done and how far you have come and how your personality is such a likable personality, where did this personality come from? Uh, I think it was a little mixture of both. My family, you know what I mean? I come from a jovial, you know, smack talking, but we love each other hard kind of family. Also just navigating the world of what it means to be black and queer in the black queer community. There's a lot of, you got to have a tough skin. You know, we grew up in an era when you, you had to have a tough skin to navigate the world. And I think I did everything through laughter and joy. I realized my grandmother always said this and it sticks to me to this day is she says, laughter makes the heart happy. And I wanted to be likable. I wanted to be loved. And I actually was on a journey of just really loving 
fully all and every version of myself. And that's what you have been presented with when we ran into each other at the CCAP event was a version of Kareem who was on the pathway to loving every part of himself and telling everybody about how beautiful I was and making sure you laughed as well. Right. In all of your internships and all of your part-time jobs, the thing that apparently stood out for you is really desserts more than anything else. Cakes, desserts. What was one of the finer restaurants you worked for when you were in the college or when you got out and graduated? Anyone stand out more than any other? Yeah. Oh, my God. A few of them do. I worked for Sarah Beth Bakery which to me was beautiful because at the time, the head of the culinary program, late Ruffert, he had a wonderful relationship with Sarah Beth. He had worked with her in the past and helped develop. So I wanted to follow some of his footsteps because he was one of my professors and he was somebody that I idolized while I was attending Monroe College. So that's one that sparks. And the next one, I worked as an intern in Union Square Cafe at that restaurant. And to me, that's just that high volume, high profile restaurant. It showed me I didn't really want to be a pastry chef, but it gave me a lot of disciplines. If you're encouraging people listening to this to go into the culinary field, what would you say to them to encourage them at this point? All right. I like to keep it real. I would tell them that the work isn't easy, but it's a beautiful journey. And please remember that food is culture. So always remember to tell your story because your story matters. And a lot of people forget that working under a lot of people. So when you get into a kitchen, I know you have to follow what's going on. But if you have that opportunity to create a dish, make sure it's really telling your story. And if that is your grandmother's empanadas, that she made every year. Or for me, it was my aunt's sweet potato pie that she would make 50 of them during the holiday season. That story and that recipe still carries on to me to this day where my aunt, who has been passed for so many years, she's getting all recognition for her culinary expertise. Kareem, when you were in the college, did you at any point work in the dining lab, the restaurant that the college has? So to be honest, uh, Mr. Jerome, I actually was a student before you built out. I was a student when we were working out of McMenamin's Grill. And I love what you guys have done with the culinary program now. That's why I'm actually, you know, wanting to be a part of the school because I've seen the growth. Now, coming in here, what is your new responsibility going to be? Now, going from a student in the field of culinary, owning your own business now successfully in Washington, D.C. Now you're getting involved also with Monroe College. What are you going into at Monroe College? Yes, I'm going to be working closely with the admissions office, which basically will be that I will be the basically kind of the face of the culinary program, really telling my story and my journey of how I was able to do the things that I've been able to do. And a lot of people probably listen like, what is he able to do? I am a 10-year-old business. I have been featured on five competitions, two of them in which I've won, and that's from Food Network to Netflix. I've been a featured judge on Food Network. I've been on a docuseries on a cooking channel, which highlighted my journey into the culinary field and why I got into baking. And I'm also a recipient and a nominee for the James Beard for Outstanding Baker and Pastry Chef of 2023. I'm looking to tell my story of how I was able to do all of that with actually mirroring 
a lot of the students' backgrounds, you know what I mean? Coming from a, a single family household, coming from a mother who battled kidney disease, so was under a lot of health restrictions, you know, so didn't have a lot of money. Coming over somebody who pulled themselves through college, you know, from just working. So I'm looking to bring all of that and that story, but also looking to build new relationships with schools that we have not touched yet or relationships with schools that we haven't really been able to really put a foot in the door. And my goal is to really inspire the next generation of thought leaders and change makers to be the best version of themselves. And we hope that they choose Monroe College to really catapult that journey for them. The feeling I personally get about culinary and the people going into it is that there's always going to be a job. There's always going to be a place where you could be successful. There's always going to be something that you could think about of owning your own restaurant, owning your own catering place. And that when you're now going to take upon what you're going to do, going into high schools, working with the culinary people here, I think that you will make a major difference for many people who really will get a true understanding from you. And I think that if you tell them the various different parts of going into culinary, and there are so many when you're, you're in the dessert part of it, and then there's the sous chefs, and then there's the chefs, and then there's the beginning groups. So, I mean, I think for young people today, you're going to introduce them to something that really could change their life as it has really changed your life. Absolutely. And that's what I'm hoping to do. And even just hoping to change their life by instilling hope in them. And I am a figure of hope. I think that's what I want to take on. Yeah, I feel good about saying that. I am a figure of hope. I came through the crack, you know what I mean? And as a rose grows through the crack and here I am, you know, blossoming. And I hope that I, I do become a figure of inspiration and hope for these young people. If you look ahead to the next five years of your life, what do you crystal ball in those five years coming up? First of all, I was going to say, let me pull my crystal ball out. So you took the words right out of my mouth. (laughs) But for five years right now, I actually look to grow with the college a lot more. I'm hopefully get a hand into building out some curriculum, maybe even bringing in new instructors to kind of help with that build out of the culinary program. I also want to continue to tell my story on a larger platform because I, like I said, my story matters like many of our journeys do, as well as continue to open up more locations, possibly here in New York City, bring my shop and my bakery back home to where it all started at. And then I would love to do a lot in food media. So if that's television, any kind of broadcasting and building relationships with other brands. So I I have lofty goals for the future. So actually, as I listened to this, you always were involved in culinary before you even got officially into culinary. And the question in my mind for you to say to everyone is, really, this industry has changed your life. This industry has brought you to a point that you now want to do more things than you've ever done before. Am I correct when I say that? You are wholeheartedly correct. I came into this only wanting a corner mom and pop kind of like bakery. And now if you tell me, I want to be a household name. And then I also want to be a part of changing people's lives, you know what I mean? Through food and through food activism. Well, you know, it's kind of interesting. My life started as 
doing some teaching, doing some administrative work. Then my administrative work became a little broader in knowledge. And then, you know, I watched Monroe College grow as you've watched your life grow in culinary. So we're both leading two very exciting lives. So I went from an administrator to a vice president to president of Monroe, and now I'm chairman of the board of Monroe. You know, and seeing someone like you arrive on the scene with us really makes me a very, very happy person. So your final words to everyone you're now going to meet in high schools and so on, what are your final words on this? Yes. My final words would be that you are beautiful and anything that you put your mind to, you can accomplish. Do not let anybody else's opinion of you become your actual thoughts in life. You know what I mean? You are a valuable person and you have it to become anything you want. And I look forward to working with each and every one of you. Great. That's so very, very good. Graham, thank you for being with us and uh, looking forward to the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving a rating, review, and following the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information, you can follow along on social media at Monroe College or visit www.monroecollege.edu. Have a wonderful week.